All right, I have uh, I have muted my computer so it stops on it stops being annoying. No, it sounds better already. I can hear that. Yes. <laughs> bing, bing. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm John Moulton. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to the I Have a Cold Again Forever version of turning this car around. <laughs> wrong with you are you uh i try i went to ces you're not weak genetic stock no not at all are you kidding yeah, yeah just because i have my gallbladder out a, a cornea transplant and <laughs> you know i think i have uh what's the thing with the redness on your fingers when it gets really cold outside uh Raynaud's? is that what it's called yeah have that so i'm perfectly healthy i'm so healthy i'm like no, I went to CES to shoot photos for a client, and oh. um, I think you that fool. I think that's so all I need to say. It's a wonder you're alive. So I'm that's sure. What, see, that's the, th- that that's I, the thing. It's all right, relative. The bright side here is, yeah, you made it. I I lived, but I'm sure that you're I, a survivor. I passed along what I had to just about everybody who wasn't like <laughs> dipped in hand sanitizer. <laughs> Because, you know, you're doing cards and you're shaking hands and you're handling the products. Oh, don't shake hands. French kissing. I was, I really I was very hard clean. bump and grind. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, really quick on this on the antibacterial hand gel question. Yeah. What's your What's your policy as regards your children with it? Because like my kids would love to use it all the time instead of washing their hands, which uh, we don't allow. Really, I would allow it because who cares? But my wife cares. So it's like for them getting to use hand gel after like a trip to the bathroom or something is an incredible treat. They love it. They're like. Right. Liam will negotiate. Oh, if if I go really fast on the first one, can I use hand gel? That's, true. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. What if I go what if I go handsless? Yeah. Oh, the, believe me, he begs us to take him so that we can hold his hands for him so that he doesn't have to wash anything. It's that's his ideal. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's impressive. That's yeah. an impressive development. Um Okay, so my my I'm like you, Lex. My kids that's a treat. Hand hand sanitizer is a special time thing. <laughs> it is not. Time. We don't. I, and I tried it. I got rid of antibacterial soaps after the fiftieth article saying that they were horrible right. and evil. Yeah. So now it's just whatever soap. We and used I, to have. I mean, we used to have it all over the place. We had like antibacterial soap, and we had hand gel everywhere in the house. <laughs> I think when you're doing every, poopy diapers. Every open surface had some hand gel on it. Right. Um, and, and now we have we have none of it. When you're in the diaper phase, it's I feel like yes. it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then and we kept. I think we kept it for, you know, like maybe a, a year or two after that, um, just because. Yeah. Other, be I mean, the only, thing the, the only thing that I will do occasionally is, like, in the winter, my hands get so dry that I, I will use that stuff. I don't think that's a good lotion. I don't think that's got a no, lotion. Well, sometimes there's like yeah, aloe in there or whatever. My hands. Oh, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Well, all I know is that it's like the strong stuff smells like a vodka martini. So there's that. <laughs> Tastes like it too, by the way. Oh, Try this at home, oh, kids. Have not, yeah. <laughs> but like the 3M, whatever it's called, the hospital grade. The just, 3M martini. You put that on and just, whoa. But my, my and, and at con- at conferences, of course, you should be you well, should be yes. like you know you Bait should be like it. dipping yourself in a vat of that like C three PO in uh, <laughs> in Tatooine, <laughs> just lowering just, yourself in uh, and saying and saying thank the maker, thank the ma- yeah. I w- so when my girls were in New York, 
I had to tell them to stop touching everything. You know, they're oh, kids, they're God. dragging their hands along the wall and <laughs> the subway. And it's like, oh Jesus, it's so dirty. Ugh. And like Marla wants to pick stuff off the floor, you know, on the ground. Don't What's touch this? The it's vagrants. a cigarette butt, sweetie. Just t toss them back. Yeah. That orange thing in your hand is called the cigarette butt. And we don't touch those. We don't know where those have been. Also, use condoms. Like they're all over. Like used condoms. Just put them on your hands. Yeah. Like those oh, are used finger condoms gloves. Is what you're saying? Yeah, oh, no, no, no. I thought yeah. you said use condoms. You could use condoms. Because but you could just, used yeah, right. condoms are a scene thing that, that happens here. That's you see those around sometimes. And yeah. Sure. Sure. It's New York, man. Yeah. Don't touch. Just a right. note. But it's um, a city that never sleeps because it's up, you know, banging in an alley all night. <laughs> the whole city goes to an just alley and just dropping the condom as it walks mm -hmm. away. Just I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, so there was always hand-washing there. Um, and did I mention that Marlo had a reaction? She had an, uh, uh, an amoxicillin uh, antibiotic because she had an ear infection prior to the trip to New York. And oh, so, you don't want those on the airplane. Well, so we also had numbing drops, and that helped. Um, I did I did a couple of doses, dosages of those where you put the drops in and they lay there, and then it like kind of numbs your pain. Um, not to be used all the time, but just in certain circumstances. And she did really right. well, actually. She did really well. But she had she's allergic to it, clearly, because we finished the dose, and within 24 hours, it was like, I think Christmas Eve night was the last dose. And Christmas Day, she was okay. A little bit, kind of, you know, eh. And, but, like, the day after, we went and saw uh, uh, Into the Woods. And after that, it was just like, holy, oh, my God. I thought she was having some crazy allergic reaction and was going to die. I'm like, where is the nearest facility? We got to go right now. Everybody. What, 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 what were the symptoms? I don't understand what you saw. Uh, hives, rash, and we're talking like spreading as the clock was ticking. And if she got upset, it made it worse. So she started to get emotional and cry or whatever, or get mm. anxious. It made it worse. It like aggravated. So we found a pediatrician in the neighborhood. Great. Uh, a woman who was actually going to Utah the next day to go skiing. I'm like, well, my kids are staying a little longer, so can't take them back. Um, she didn't offer to take them back, so I wouldn't have let her anyway. But <laughs> however, if yeah, 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 she have had your children, if it was time, you probably would have suggested. Oh, it just you makes know what? Sense. Listen, we can yeah, we can work something out. But um, she's a doctor. No, uh, that was a joke, <laughs> listeners. Um, if you love something, set it free, and it's yeah. coming back. <laughs> anyway, so I had this whole experience of. Uh, allergic, you know, two in the morning, itchy, itchy, itchy. I think I did talk about that a little bit on the last show. No, maybe not. I don't know. I don't, anyway, I don't remember any of this. So yeah, this is all news to me. So uh, calum, calamine lotion came out. Um, we had the like Aveeno bath, the itchy bath stuff. She, she kind of liked that and kind of didn't like it. Yeah. Um, she actually asked for a bath one night. Like, so it was like two, two or three days a row of baths, which she normally is not into. Uh, in the winter, she does not like to bathe so much, but, um, <laughs> and of course, you know, she was still kind of rashy, but Benadryl was my friend. Benadryl was the winner. That's what the pediatrician said to do. And was that for the, uh, the relief or for the sleep? That was a or relief. Both? It actually uh, okay. helps allergy. Like right. uh, there's a histamine blocker situation. I can't. Right. The prescribed usage. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like, I've seen this before. This is a, a reaction to the amoxicillin. And I said, well, her mother's allergic to penicillin. And then when I spoke to her mother about this, her mother was like, yes, her grandmother's allergic also. But then the pediatrician said, that's not hereditary. And I said, well, there's some kind of genetic something because, you know, boom, boom, boom. 
three generations. Something is up. Lesson, takeaway, colon, uh, huh. no more amoxicillin or certain kinds of, you know, antibiotics for my youngest child. And you know what? The truth is, from what I've understood, that most of the time kids outgrow that allergy, but you never find out because once you say, you know, I'm allergic right. to these medications, right. why bother? Right. There's others. Um, and so um, that's a thing now, but I have to say this. Um, say it. My girlfriend, <laughs> wow, she stepped in in a huge way and was awesome. Like... Do you have to say that because she's behind you right now? She's got a knife and she's, <laughs> no, I'm saying that because I'm trying to be nice. Like she's, oh, she's awesome. And I want to just like, I want to publicly, you know, say she's awesome. Publicly declare her awesomeness. Yeah. So yeah. She was amazing. Like kept her cool in the face of a very aggravated five-year-old. How are you in general? Like when you detected the ear infection was happening, how, how difficult is it for you to make that decision on, are we going to the doctor or not? Well, I, in, in this case, uh, it happened when the girls were with their mother. So I was informed of it and, you know, heads up, here's the deal. She has an ear infection. Here's what's going to happen oh, for see. travel, yep, yep. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if, if, if we weren't going to travel, it'd be still be like, here's the medicine and here's the dose. And it's gone two ways. Like when Marlo broke her arm, you know, it was like, okay, I'm at the emergency room and Lita's at a play date, and we kind of worked it out, and it was fine. But um, and everybody was cool, and Marlo loved the cast; like she loved that thing. She was bummed when it came off. <laughs> Seriously, she was like, when they put that thing on, she was just like, "Yeah, I got a pink arm. This is awesome." But um, you know, and then it was like you, you that was the cast you had to bathe with. You know, like it's the they encourage you to have a bath with it and like get it wet inside. Otherwise it'll stick to your arm. Cause it's got this special stuff that like will fuse to your skin. So when they take it off, you'll have like scabs and stuff if you're not careful. That's exciting. <laughs> so just a note there, if you opt sure. for that cast, that sounds great. Follow the instructions. Follow the instructions. Have either of you guys had that, the broken limb? My, uh, my dad was a, an orthopedist mm. when he was working. Um, and so I broke a pinky one time. That's the only bone I've broken. Um, the week before my bar mitzvah and, uh, but each year I would get a cast put on, uh, cause in like elementary school, my dad would come in and demonstrate how casts work and oh, yeah. how they come off again. And yes. so we, I always, always the volunteer. So I got all these different casts on. So then one year for Halloween, I, uh, I dressed as like Lex post horrible disfiguring accident. And so I had on casts all over my entire body. It was great. Wow. Nice. Huh. I've never fun. broken knock on wood which i don't have any around me if you do that you're gonna break so, a bone yeah and i will and it's gonna happen anyway because you, you've jinxed me now so thanks for that <laughs> but, but i'm just saying I, don't you know, i will get up from this chair as soon as we're done with podcasting and i will fall and I will break bone. i'm just saying wood knocking is really 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 uh damaging to joints so be careful <laughs> particularly at my age is that what you mean? yeah, yeah you, you, you guys are old <laughs> i think the next words are oh my so, hip yeah <laughs> Aside from out my hip and where's, you know, my sciatica, it's <laughs> fuck you, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's first, actually. Uh, yeah. Now, John uh, Armstrong, you had some other follow-up from last did. week, did you not? Yeah. First of all, today there was an at response uh, to the um, Twitter account for the show, which is at TTCA show, which we never pimp on the show, actually. Uh, important context. Um, so uh, if you are interested, Twitter... Oh, TTCA, like turning this car around. I yeah, get it. T turning this car around show. We decided that was, I think we couldn't get turning this car around. Um, right. 
because you're not allowed that many letters. Something like that. Whatever. And anyway, I guess TTCA was all taken. Good, all yes. the good names were taken. Yeah. yeah. TTCA was taken. Um, we could have also been TTCA 69, but we went with this one. It's right. 69, 69. 007. Yeah. Three way. Chunky lover, 364. Nine inch king. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so. At response was mentioned Tripoli, the game that I mentioned last week as a family game. And mm. that was pretty amazing because, you know, I think I wanted to say this too. You, uh, John Maltz, do you remember Green Stamps? Yeah. Oh, yeah. S&H oh yeah. or whatever, Green Stamps, whatever they yeah, were. Right. right. So Tripoli was a, a Green Stamp purchase. That was a Green Stamp oh, acquisition. Wow. I have no idea what that even is. You would get... Of course you don't. When I think when you go to the grocery store, they used to give you these stamps and it was sort of like a... Like like get collecting box stops to trade kind of, yeah, prize. Yeah. yeah. And and there were these or, like but more like a like a loyalty thing, right? Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you would go to these like other stores where that you could redeem your stamps. Like at least for us anyway. We had to drive somewhere to get you know out of town. Yeah, I don't even remember how it worked. Or you could do mail order or whatever, but it was like they had a catalog. But um yeah, you would collect these stamps in these books. You take them in and they go, Okay, well you have this many points. And here's what you can get. Like, here's the, you know, you have 400,000 points or whatever. Here's the row you get to shop on today. And, um, yeah, it's loyalty or whatever. I'm sure there's some kind of crazy analytics. And, um, yeah, Tripoli. That crazy was... Crazy 1959 analytics. But that, that's how you got the game. That's how we got the game is green stamps. Um, huh. And I never heard anybody uh, who had any clue so about I'm gonna that game. I'm going to look up Tripoli because I don't actually know this game. It's T-R-I-P... Trippo, instead of Lee, like this, the city or the nation state capital, oh. it's uh, L E Y. So, Trippo, oh, like I, Poli. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. I would not have guessed that either. Um, I mean, maybe I do not. There may be Tripoli, a. Tripoli. Tripoli, exactly. Tripoli. But a lot of fun. And it, One of my favorite desserts. And it taught, <laughs> it taught a lot of principles like, you know, poker stuff and um, bidding and how to bet and, yeah. That's pretty cool. This looks familiar. This looks vaguely familiar. But it, we probably had it, and I don't remember playing it. Did, do you, does it still have like a Vegas-like yeah, surface? Felt, yeah, yeah, felt. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. Playing playing area and yeah. a bunch of cards. You need a lot of people to play it. I think you need like at least four to six is the optimum. Got to get that in the show notes. Uh, but I also, I'm just going to start writing the show notes. Right. That's, that's, that's great. Just go. That's smart. <laughs> the other thing was, um, we played apples to apples as a family a couple nights ago. Oh, that's like the, uh, the unfunny version of cards against humanity, right? <laughs> Actually it's, they've up, I was going to say this, they updated the cards and there are some interesting cultural references that we had to explain to the kids, but like, but not like come guzzling Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that I think I'm done. I think the show's over now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm and just music. saying, you're not saying they went that extreme. That's also, all again, also again, hi, mom. Yeah. <laughs> hi, kids. Don't listen you to the show. You can bleep out all of it if you want. It's fine. Um, I might, just for fun. I think it's, it might be funnier sometimes. Um, no, anyway. Uh, I feel like you, should, no. you can keep cum, but bleep the guzzling. No, there's no guzzling. <laughs> Put in a worse word. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is there with those in between those I two? Don't, you know, I, look, I don't I, think we I'm want to go already, that. Yeah. <laughs> I've already reached my limit. Um, no, so, it's not uh, like that at all, Lex. But they did have. I think they had things like uh, they had Lindsay Lowen. She was a reference. Uh, she was one of the people. Um, and other, you know, like there was a couple of the kids knew that we didn't know, which was good. 
Um, and the age range of the game, we were technically, I think, one of the kids was in the range. But it was really funny to hear them argue why we should pick them. Like apples to apples is a game where you have a card that says whatever, adjective or something. And then you get these other cards and you have to pick from your hand that you've been dealt a card that you can, you feel most able to explain fits the card that's been turned over, the adjective card. So it might be like bravery. And then you'd have cards like, you know, uh, I don't know, like uh, Midnight Racer Club and uh, an actor's name or whatever. You have all these different things. And so you have to try to figure it out. So one was magical and I had bikini and I had to describe how <laughs> bikinis were magical without getting <laughs> pornographic. Right. Sure. Well, or nearing possible, the soft core, okay. you know, like hard sure. R, soft uh, X area. And so it was kind of an interesting <laughs> thing. The other one was I had Natalie Portman and she was, can't remember, honorable or something like that. It's too bad that I didn't go with magical bikini. I, well, I was in my head. I had worked those together later. Sure. Uh, however, <laughs> during uh, some alone time, uh, that's uh, I can't really go into more detail. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I want to pause this for a moment because I feel like this is a great opportunity for us all to clear our heads mm -hmm. and our moral character. <laughs> Get off this topic mm -hmm. and talk to you for just a minute about today's sponsor. Who is that? Yes. Here. Yeah. It's Loot Crate. <gasps> Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and oh pop gosh. culture gear. Oh, for less than $20 a month. I didn't, I didn't know who this was going to be, but this sounds good. Yeah. yeah you're going to like this. <laughs> Don't go yet because you're going to use our offer instead. Oh, okay. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. I have Seriously, this has molts written all over mm. it because I'm very it familiar with this like company. It. With the start of 2015 upon us, Loot Crate wanted the first crate of the new year to celebrate the geek and gaming icons of the past. Join us as we rewind, that's the box's theme, rewind for January, and give you exclusive items from Star Wars and Voltron. <gasps> I've seen one of those two things. That's not all. <laughs> we are also bringing you some epic geek apparel, so including an exclusive and licensed shirt so you can kick off the new year in style. Finally, Get ready to decorate your desk with an awesome retro gaming-inspired mashup figure. You have until the 19th of January at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive January's crate. When the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over for that box. So go to lootcrate.com, L-O-O-T, crate.com, slash T-T-C-A, and enter code T-T-C-A to save 10% on any new subscription. So it's lootcrate.com, slash T-T-C-A. Use the code T-T-C-A to save 10%. I did it right before we started taping the show. Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. They ship to nine countries. There's more info on their site. It's more than a subscription service. It's an entire community oh. of fans that share their experience and interact with each other around the unboxing. Hmm. They guarantee $40 or more in value in every oh. crate. Sometimes it's a lot more. Wow. Get this. Every month there's a different theme. All items are curated against the theme. Themes are inspired by a major movie or video game releases or pulling from pop culture franchises you know and love. You can see some of their past boxes. It's, I mean, we, Luke Crate, frankly, is a, a longtime podcast advertiser. I've seen many of their boxes and they're all awesome. You look at each one, and you're like, I have to get that. Previous <laughs> yeah, crates really. have included items from Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and more. So last time, lootcrate.com slash TTCA. And then if you want to save the 10%, use the offer code TTCA when you're checking out. It's pretty great. Wow. Awesome. Got to move. Got to move right now. Capcom, DC, Marvel, Star Wars. Wow. Hey, look at the box. This box has got the shirt. It's got the Batman guy. I don't know who the one thing is in there. All in my wheelhouse. There's a little Who's, fry. 
Who's the guy on the left, to the left of Fry? I don't know who that guy is, but <laughs> I see there's there's that guy. Some kind of Native American, maybe? Then I don't know. Bender and Fry and Batman. I don't understand what's happening with Mario there in the back. Hmm. I know he's looking down a pipe. I just don't know what that is. I don't know if that's a sticker or a thing. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, don't hmm. I just know that I want it. Right. And then there's like a, there's a, uh, oh man, there's a shirt with a, with an ad at. That Batman's pretty sweet. That ad ad's pretty sweet too. Oh God. You're killing me now. Dude, <laughs> this looks good. Wait, are those sunglasses back there? Yeah. What's Some going on with those like bitmap? Like, are those Minecraft, Minecraft sunglasses? <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> but anyway, you should get it. Like they're awesome. And it's the kind of thing where if there's stuff you're like, eh, this isn't for me, it's definitely going to be fun for your kids. Yeah, no exactly. Question. That's the thing. Though that That's the only problem I can see is the arguments that we'll get into over who gets to keep <laughs> Well, you could always <laughs> order two boxes. <laughs> because that's what happened with the Lego thing. I was like, that Lego box came in. I was like, oh, I really like this. And I was like, oh, I guess I, guess I really kind of have to give it to him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> two man, boxes. That's funny. Yeah, right. Okay. So or you get, or you just take get on it, pick, listeners. You, know, you, you you get first rate of you know, give him first rate of refusal, and then, and then uh, yeah, take what take whatever yeah. else. Right. I, I want to see short. those. I want to see those sunglasses. Oh, man, there's a baby Groot in one of them. Yeah. Crap. I finally <laughs> saw that movie and got that reference. By the way, finally, oh, I still haven't seen it. Haven't seen it, dude. dude. I'm gonna see it though. Don't worry. It, I was surprised at the the reviews. They were all really good. That's, you uh, did not like it? Guardians well, of the Galaxy, you're saying? Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, th- there was a very well-reviewed movie, which is unusual for a movie with a talking raccoon. <laughs> it's true. And, uh, and live-action people, who was voiced by an you know, Academy Award nominee, Bradley Cooper, right. who <clears throat> uh, my girlfriend be- thinks he, that sure. he's like sure, the girlfriend. real boyfriend. I'm just the yeah. proxy. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> But I still like him. You know, I like his work. So anyway, that's, you know, moving on. Is it Tribble? Oh, man. Okay. Well, there goes the rest of my life. Uh, they should just call this Molt Crate. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call it Loot Crate just so he doesn't know, but it's actually really, Molt Crate. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, okay. And the uh, getting back to games. Thank you, Loot Crate. The thing that I forgot to yeah, mention... Thanks, from when we spoke of games on the last episode, is that Hank got um, Risk mm. for his birthday. I'm a bit risk averse. Seltzer. And so far, we've only played it with the two of us, which is really kind of <laughs> not <laughs> not good. Um, so we got to get we got to get a big Risk game in the works. Um, but he won the he won the first game, which he was very pleased with. And uh, but the thing is, if you play with two people, the first mover advantage is really high because yeah. you if you consolidate a continent and take take countries from somebody else, they basically have no they can't crawl back from that hole. Yeah, I, I learned that when playing with three people, and the first person was out fairly quickly. And I was the second person with the other guy who was a seasoned player. Yep. And it kind of scarred me against Risk, actually. He <laughs> creamed me so thoroughly. <laughs> well, I love the game. I've loved it ever since I was young. And I'm looking forward to many hours of playing Risk. Nice. Um, as part of the PlayStation 4... Uh, 
situation that is now in my life. The unit came with one game that you could download called, I think it's called The Last of Us or something, or it's a oh, zombie. Man. Yeah. Yeah. The zombie thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not for the kids. <laughs> no. Definitely not for the kids. <laughs> and also, then I got Big, Little Big Planet 3. So that was little big the, there was a free game and you could pick four and I chose that one because that's the game the girls wanted. And uh, so I download the other one in the background finally after the PlayStation Network was up and no longer being controlled by douchebags. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> they were worse last week. They were worse, but I'm yeah. softening the tone. But I'm I'm watching I'm playing the intro and it's it's one of those things where the intro plays and you're not sure wait do I and then the little thing comes on the screen and says like oh you push the circle button now or whatever and um so you're kind of half playing this intro and and I haven't played grown up video games for a long like ever probably I'm trying to think of any like I'm you know whatever Call of Duty or some, you know the shooters but a game with a storyline um I think I played something on Xbox a couple years ago. But even that was less, there wasn't any language, but these guys are like, you know, they're dropping the F-bomb and it's like, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. what you're in a movie, you're in an R-rated yeah. movie and, and right. you know, the zombies eat you and then you die and you have to start over and it's like at the save point or whatever. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't think I'm ever going to like get past like the first 20 seconds of this thing. Like I'm, I'm never <laughs> going to sit down and like work through this game. It's just too much. Just, oh, because you can't find the. Yeah, like, whoa, shit, am I supposed to run? You have like 13.4 seconds to do whatever it is, and then if you don't, you right. get eaten by a zombie. Yeah, it's, you know, I have the, I was very, I, I usually get consoles late. Um, so, like, I only in the past six months acquired an Xbox 360. And <laughs> Wow. I, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I just got one a year ago, so. and um, Just in time for the, the Xbox One to come out. Well, <laughs> I actually, I have a podcaster who has a podcast about technology, but also happens to work for Microsoft on the Xbox team. And as a holiday gift, he sent me oh. a bunch of more, a bunch more games, which was very nice. And like, there's a bunch of sports games, like, not sports, the uh, games that I would have bought myself, but I'll definitely play, you know, NHL or soccer or whatever else. Those are fun. But then he also sent a bunch of like supremely violent, let's kill everybody. <laughs> games. Yep. And I'm not great at them to begin with. Like any first person shooter is not my prime skill set. Um, and uh, so it's funny because I don't know when to play it. Like the one I've been, not one that he sent actually, one that I bought, believe it or not, but I had uh, bought the Walking Dead game. Um, I can see that though. That's that's supposed to be a really good type of that kind of game, you know, like a... Yeah, and it's it's really one where it's there's minimal action where you have to do like very quick stuff. It's more about making decisions very quickly. You have to choose what your character is going to say and then it's like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. So it affects the plot right, and stuff. Right. It's fun, but it's... First, it's, it's very violent, as killing undead creatures often is. Mm -hmm. And the language is like, the language is over the top bad. The language, like every fuck that they throw in is so gratuitous, more so <laughs> than even this podcast. And <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. And, but the, the hardest part, for, so I can only play the game when the kids are asleep, which means I, like, I've owned the game, you know, for months and I have done like 
25 minutes of actual active game. Right. But I, I like right. it. But the yeah. best part is the lead character, the protagonist whom you control. Mm. I kept thinking, man, I know this guy's voice. And then one day it hit me and I had to Google and I was right. But the guy who does the voice of the main character is also the guy on Hulu who's like, the following is presented with limited commercial interruption oh. by C. Alice. And it's the same guy. <laughs> oh. And it was so funny. That's the thing right there. Speak. He's a competitor of yours, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's you okay. just want him to die all the time. Yes, I, I yeah, I constantly am letting constantly him. Constantly Actually, <laughs> my favorite thing about this game, it feels like the kind of game where if you die, it's going to make you start over. Like it doesn't feel like you know the games I used to play on Nintendo, where you have to start very early back. But you die, you succumb to a zombie's attack, and it's like, all right, let's here's the same exact just where you were just now. Just do it again. <laughs> just keep trying it over and over until you get it right. It's great. It's exactly up my alley. Just like real life, Alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. That's good. Yeah, I just, I mean, I'm slowly now working my way through, because I just got the Xbox last year, um, through Halo, through the second, because I played the first oh my God. on the Mac, but it never, of course, no, the other ones never came out on the Mac, and so I'm finally, and I've wanted to play them for like... <laughs> what 15 years yeah so i'm actually playing those and and so the discs are sitting there and hank is always like it's like when can i play these games like, not for many years yet yeah <laughs> halo is not but it's more cartoon right like it's well it's eh, it's it's relatively realistic um but you're basically i mean for the most part you're fighting aliens you're not right you know but humans will get killed and you're right. you're using you're using machine guns and right it's hyper violent yeah but the blood is but the blood is purple instead of red right and and like you know the body parts don't like ooze guts and stuff like they don't bounce with blood spurting out of them the last of the last of us is much worse oh it's yeah and there's no bad there's no bad language really i mean there's rough language but there's no swearing i i will say that the voice acting on what i did see of last of us was really good Uh, i was impressed yeah, like, well, so I think it's it's supposed to be a very well-regarded game. I mean, it's crazy violent, but um, also it's supposed to be pretty good. And it kind of made me want to keep playing it. Like, but when am I going to do that? You know, plus, we have it going through the surround system. So, you know, what, at 10.30 at night, I'm going to be like, motherfuckers! Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> And that's not me talking. That's in the game. That's the game talking. So I'm quoting, technically. <laughs> and you're... Meanwhile, you're also saying motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So um, is there a way with the um, with the Xbox 360 headset to have it put all the game audio into the headset? I believe so. I believe so. You, I think there's a way to like mute everything like, and send it all through that. The Xbox is in the basement anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, they won't hear it, but it's interesting. I have to think about that because then maybe I could even if if it's mostly a bad language game and not a bad visuals game, I could potentially play it on the headset while they were in the basement. <laughs> that might get risky. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Right. I think how is what is is there a, a does that game actually exist where it's just no. bad language and not, <laughs> I don't think, I think you're, I mean, if, if they made a realistic Madden, that could maybe be the one, but lots of head wounds though. Yeah. You just call it drunk coach and be done. There you go. <laughs> it's a rough game and sometimes people get hurt. <laughs> Have you, you've heard those like celebrity blooper things where like, you know, who Tommy Lasorda is just like going for it. Like he's he's being interviewed and they couldn't use any of it or they bleeped half of it but someone has the master <laughs> the unbleeped version and he's com- you know clearly he's loaded just wasted and spewing obscenity it's pretty awesome uh if you can find you can, i'm sure you can youtube those or whatever you can search it and find that 
They're like celebrities' worst moments or something. The, another reference from 1998. <sighs> yep. Sweet. Yep. John Maltz, one of my favorite tweets of yours ever. I turned eight that year, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to say, I, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but feel free to tell me I'm repeating myself if I am. But uh, my kids have recently gotten into, thanks to Netflix, which recently added the show, they have recently gotten into Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, yeah. And it's the first show that the kids have watched that I'm like, I'll sit and watch this with yeah, you it's, <laughs> because I can enjoy Pee-wee's Playhouse. Too. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I, I found out I do a really good Pee-wee Herman. I'm not going to do it for you, but I do a really good Pee-wee Herman and Liam just so, cannot believe it when it happens. Mine's happy. not so bad either. Um, but yeah, we used to, we used to watch that in college, <laughs> which, you know, go ahead, Lex. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so I bought that for off of iTunes very early on because oh, that, I, I see. that was, uh, I gotta, I gotta get him into this. So we watched that. We watched that for a long time, he, and he liked it quite a bit. I don't think it was his favorite show, but he definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed it. My the six year old uh, Sierra and the four, uh, almost four year old Liam, they really like it. They love the concept of the secret of the word of the day. Oh yeah, secret oh, yeah. word. Sure. What does he call it? Yeah, secret word. Um, and with the secret word now, like every day in the morning when Liam and I are playing, he's like, "Daddy, be Pee Wee Herman." And so then I have to come up with a secret word, and he just wants to say it over and over and over again so we can scream. Oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> Kids seem to like repetition for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. That's, um, Notice that, huh? Yeah. Uh, we watched the Christmas special uh, a couple weeks ago. The people we were looking for something to watch that was short because uh, we didn't have enough time for a movie before bedtime. And we found that and watched it. And the best thing about the Pee Wee is, and I completely had forgotten this, that he, there's a part of that character that he's very kid like. Because there, he's got these like military dudes singing as as the show starts, and he walks, and one of they like do a pose as a dance move, and they kind of cut him off a little bit, and he like throws him a, a dirty look, like what are you doing, like you know, like he's gonna like throw down, like he's mad at him. <laughs> Pee Wee is mad at the soldiers, but it's like super fast, and it's one of those things like as an adult you catch, but kids might not, they might or might not catch it, and it's like, um, God, it's so I was dying. Just at that, that little like yeah, millisecond. There's, a, oh, there's a bunch of stuff like that. I haven't seen the Christmas special actually at all. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah, but because there's like a <laughs> can't you remember Cowboy Curtis, yeah, uh-huh. which was uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Um, and at one point he sits he sits down and <laughs> Morpheus, <laughs> and he puts his he puts his feet up on the on the uh, on the ottoman or something like that, and I think it's Jambi. So looks at him <laughs> and says, "Wow, big boots." <laughs> and he says, "You know what they say? Big boots, big feet." <laughs> yeah, nice. Jambi, uh, dirty little. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the worst. Jambi, yeah, Jambi. Is- I think someone stood over Jambi, female, and he was like, "What a great view!" <laughs> oh, Jambi, that's a beautiful dress. Do you guys know who think who sings the theme song on Pee Wee's Playhouse? Wasn't it um, uh, Mark Mothersbaugh? Devo? No, the the no no the girl, not who does the music, but oh. who sings the theme song? Like I don't. Yeah, come in and pull yourself up a chair. No, um, Cindy Lauper. Oh. I was that was going to be my guess, but I did not know. Perfect. That for a fact. I forgot about that. Yeah, too. that's great yeah. trivia for someone born in 1993. <laughs> 
That's not the funny. King of Cartoons. Yeah. The King of Cartoons was in a was in an episode of Star Trek, the original Star Trek, as the uh, which the King creator, of Cartoons? the creator of the M5 computer. Mm. Yeah, the uh, I guess the second King of Cartoons, I believe, mm. um, and uh, also played Blackula. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> Blackula, right? You know, all those Tarantino uh, grindhouse references, I saw posters for every one of those movies walking home from school every day. There were two movie theaters in my town when children walked home from school in the 50s. I would walk by and like Blackula, uh, Soldier Blue, whatever, like any of the posters you saw in the movie Grindhouse, in in, in, um, Tarantino's, like his cut of Grindhouse. And... I didn't realize then just how horrible and crazy and like insane those movies were. And, but I remembered Blackula and I remember being kind of like, all right, equal opportunity. Fantastic. Like, let's go. Civil rights, everybody. Blackula can be, you know, what? There's no black vampires? Of course there are. Blackula. That's deep. We're going deep baseball on Pee Wee right now. Inside baseball, whatever. Yeah, keep, inside keep Brian Gumble. I think that's a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sense that we could probably do a full Gruber on this one today. On uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, Pee just Pee Wee's Playhouse. The whole thing, like yeah. we could just keep going with yeah. that. Because I mean, the movies, the movies are. I mean, the first movie in particular, oh, I just love. Man. I mean, that that, that so, whole that whole spiel he does after his bike is stolen. Oh, oh, he goes crazy oh, in the basement, and he like yes. <laughs> So great. The lighting, the cuts. It's like editing. unraveling a sweater that somebody keeps knitting and knitting and knitting. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, I would say I, I only saw one of the Pee Wee movies and I saw it long enough ago that I have no memories here. But Lauren laid down the rule. She's like, they cannot watch any of the Pee Wee movies until they're older because Lauren recalls being very, very afraid of Large Marge. Well, yeah. there's a moment with Large Marge. That did not bother Hank. All right, good. I mean, but you know, but he's—I think he's—he's well inured to stuff like that. Um, I the the thing that I thought was bad was the clown scene with the the nightmare that he has about his bike being like operated on by a clown doctor. Yeah, that was. I was on the. (laughs) I I saw that. Much worse. I did not see the movie in the theater. I saw it on video, but I was on the floor laughing so hard for about ten minutes during, (laughs) like, when that came on. I had to pause it. I think I paused the movie, which I never did. And laughed until like I couldn't catch my breath because that was so funny, <laughs> like the bike you know skeleton right there and like the clan <laughs> the whole thing is it's just terrible. Awesome. Did Tim Burton yeah. direct that? Yes, I believe right? so. Uh, yeah, I believe I'm pretty. That's sure. like prime Burton right there. Now you did you did the good Pee Wee deep voice. Do you also do the regular Pee Wee voice? No. Uh, you're sorry. You were cutting out for a second there, probably because I was accessing IMDb to see who. Um, <laughs> I was and asking. I, and my connection is I like I have um, I have dial up. So <laughs> I was asking if you if you imitate both sides of Pee Wee's voice or just the the voice you did for us. Uh, because he got like the regular speaking voice too. Yeah, I Francis, guess, yeah, I I Randy. <laughs> that, that. I don't think I can do that one. The sort of spitty, the spitty peewee. I don't think I can. I don't think I can do that very well. Wait, gotcha. That, that's um, the one where I excel, actually. So between oh, okay. the two of us, we could get the whole thing. Yeah, done. We, should, we should. We should workshop. That'll this. be our new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Impersonating peewee, fifty-fifty. 
Wow. Uh, Armstrong, you can be on that one too. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. I'll be John B. <laughs> Another talk. good show from about that era is The Tick. The oh, I've heard that's really good, and I never the got into that. The cartoon version of The Tick is pretty good. Yeah. Never got into that, but I've heard that that was really awesome. I was talking yeah. to my, uh, the girls here about Space Ghost. <laughs> yeah. You and, mean the, the, the updated one? Yes, the talk show. Yeah, don't don't show them that. Um, no. I started, and then I was like, oh, we cannot watch <laughs> yeah, this. We're going to yeah, stop no. now. <laughs> I just went, there's, a, there's an entire episode about man urine. <laughs> Wow. It's been a long time, but yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Uh, back to games. It's a good show, though. Um, yeah, back to games. Uh, more games. We got, oh, another game we got, this crazy game um, that was like somebody got as a stocking stuffer is um, Sushi Go, which <clears> is a card game uh, based around sushi. And it's actually pretty fun. And Hank had a pretty good time, fun time playing it the one time he played it. And then he, did, then he felt like he was done. So Karen and I actually play it now. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple games that uh that we gave Anya for Hanukkah um that we play Lauren and I just as much as Anya plays, which is pretty fun. Um one of the Cards Against Humanity one of them is called No, <laughs> one of them is called Blockus. Uh it's spelled B L O K U S. Okay, I've seen um, that. It's a really good game. Okay. And it's basically like you have to organize different shapes, like Tetris shaped pieces on a board, and oh, there's yeah. rules about how you can place them, and you want to just have the most mm. on the board by the time the game's over. And it's very, I wouldn't say it's very hard for Anya. I think that right now she's still in the phase where she's not doing a ton of strategy. She's just, you know, playing and realizing when she wins and when she doesn't. Um, Although with Lauren and me now, it takes hours because nobody will go because we're thinking like 12 years ahead and it's horrible. Um, Don't rush me. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we need a chess clock up in here. Um, and then this the other game, I'm going to keep stalling while I look up its name because I haven't found it yet in my old uh, Amazon history. But it's sure. about magnets. Um, and you have like an egg crate that's your playing board. And then each person has nine little magnets to hold. And... You have to take turns placing them, and if anything sticks to anything else, you you have to pick those up too, and you want to get rid of yours first. You want to get rid of oh, all your magnets. So there's like a polar kind of thing, like the poles of yeah. the magnets have to be. Uh. Right, and it's it's not even just about the poles. It's just that like the magnets are so strong, and eventually the board is so crowded, trying to find a place where you can put it down, and it's not going to suck another magnet up or twelve of them. Mm. Uh, it gets harder and harder. But it's it's. I'm going to tell you the name of it soon. Uh, <laughs> just not yet. Someday. I, I realized that'd be I the big reveal, uh, the yeah. big reveal of this episode, and then we'll just cut to the music. I didn't. Oh, it's called <laughs> Jishaku, J I S H A K U, and it's really good, fun for the whole family. So you you have a ku thing going, I assume. yes. Apparently, it's got to have a K U in it. That's oh, true. that looks fun. It is fun. That looks Jishiku. fun. Jishaku, Jishaku. birthday is coming mean? up, so uh, yeah. What does it mean, John? Couldn't tell you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's generally even if it's Japanese. Mm. I, be... Now, to be clear, I didn't suggest it was Japanese. I simply asked you what it meant. Yeah, <laughs> it is. That's wow. Japanese for magnet. It says it right there. <laughs> no, there we go. Japanese for magnet. Yeah. Okay. Now I have to say, if this were an American game and they named it Magnet, I would be disappointed in their naming. No, they wouldn't call it that. They'd call it magnetistic <laughs> or something. They'd have some crazy, right. you know, magtastic. Yes, magtastic oh, is definitely where they'd go. And they'd have sure. a Z in there. And they're like four Z's in there. You should work in game development. <laughs> marketing and game marketing and film. Yeah, this whole we could do that too. 
You if know? Liam is on your team, as he played Jishiku, by the way, he's really bad at it. You do not want him on your team if you can help it. <laughs> wow. Like throw I Liam tell Liam, the, throw Liam under the bus there. When he's on my team, because it's one of the games where he has to be on my team, he can't play it by himself. I'll I'll hand him the magnet and say, here's where to put it. And he gets nervous. He's like, I don't want to put it down because what if the other magnet? I'm like, just come on, just do it. Just put it right here. Here's this wide open spot. And he'll move so slowly with his hand close to it. And he's holding a magnet that slowly all the magnets on the board jump into his hand <laughs> with the one piece that he's holding. Um, so the, the manufacturer's recommended age is eight years and up. But I, the I, Amazon recommended age is 14 months. I don't think that's smart with magnets for a 14 months. No, I think so smart. I think 14 months is a little bit too young because, you know, magnets can kill you if you swallow them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, once your kid is past, like Liam is three, but he is not almost four, but he's not swallowing toys. So did you ever have a money swallowing thing? Like you eat a penny? No, no we never <laughs> did, had any of those. I did. I ate two pennies in Wait, my life. But you're asking if as a kid. No, I'm just saying. I didn't know if that was a common thing or not. Like I've, I've known Wait, kids who've done it. You swallowed. You swallowed money. Yes, okay. one penny, and then oh. an, I, well, I thought it was two pennies. No, one penny once, and then another penny as a dare to prove that I did it. <laughs> and I never uh, swallowed any money. So then, for months, did you go around saying, "Well, if you want my two cents, just hang around"? Yeah, oh, you have to go oh, to the bathroom. Man. No, I did not. I did not right. get to that place. I didn't know about my two cents when I swallowed the pennies. I didn't know that was a saying or the idiomistic whatever. I didn't know any of that. <laughs> but I have I've known kids to say things like, "My stomach really hurts. I promise I didn't swallow too much money." I've, oh, I've heard God. that. <laughs> too much money. Yeah, too much. <laughs> like, and. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine only passing. A couple of, they were large denominations, but it was only a couple of them. Yeah. Right. Like, wait, a buck fifty and quarters, that's not going to be easy passage. <laughs> right. But the, the quantity of money isn't always significant. Like, if you if you only swallowed uh, one $100 bill, uh, that's still probably better than if you swallowed f 10 pennies. Right. Even though it's, sure. you've wasted a lot more well, money. I'm well, just saying. Waste is here. the thing. I mean, technically, uh, have you wasted it? Because if, you're, if you've swallowed a $100 bill, I think you're pretty motivated to kind of watch... Your output. <laughs> I have never had to watch output. Yes, you have. Uh, as a parent, you have watched output. Trust me. No, but not not for like anything that we were worried about them having swallowed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're very lucky then. Um, Thank you. I, we never. <laughs> Maybe you're very I unlucky. Wanna, I don't, well, I don't the output watching it, but... was more about actually occurring. Like, did it occur? Oh, right. no. no, no, I'm just saying, like, we've yeah. never had to inspect and see if we could find some or lost. Or can the like, sewage well, system plus handle what's been output? You can't help but inspect it. <laughs> right, you're there. When they're, when they're in diapers, it's like, yeah. what am I not, you know, like, I'm going to do right. it blindfolded? It's just, yeah. I've, <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's another game. Blindfold diaper change. <laughs> Blind diaper. Guess Blind what's in diaper. it. You're blindfolded. You have to change a diaper on a doll, and there's yeah, it's like those jelly beans. Like there's the Henry, Harry Potter, and then like the Jelly Bellies that are like um, there's yep. there's the same color but weird flavors. Like one's a supposedly yeah. normal flavor, and the other one's like you know. And, and, and you're snot. gonna tie that to changing diaper how? Well, that's the same idea. It's like the gross out game. It's a gross out <laughs> thing. Like it's an odor. <laughs> See, game. I like those jelly beans. I don't like changing diapers. <laughs> Lead is obsessed with those jelly beans. Like every time we go to a candy store, she's like, "Can we?" I think I, they're all, I think they're awesome. We, I mean, she I, first makes of all, a I big thing out of it. Concept. 
I think the original concept, I mean, I don't think she's a great writer particularly. Oh, Ms. Um, Rowling. But I th- yeah, but I think she came up with some really great ideas. And I think that is like at the top of the list. And, and the fact that they actually turned those into real candies and people buy them and eat them is, I think, just incredibly awesome. Yeah, I agree. Lita makes a big production out of it, too. She's like, okay, okay, yeah, we, we get a garbage it. can, like we said there, so you can spit it out <laughs> if it's gross. Wow. Have you done this, Lux? I don't know anything about what you're talking about. So, Jelly Belly Company. I'm familiar with them. They, I love the popcorn ones, which I know are very controversial. Uh, yeah. I love those, too. Yeah. I like the black licorice ones. Um, oh, I don't like those. Yeah. Ooh, this podcast is anyway. Great. Anyway, go on. Both of you can go burn in hell. You can take your, <laughs> you can take your buttered popcorn bullshit over to your other show. Do you have touch to select on your on your trackpad? On <laughs> I do. Oh man, do you really? I do. This, wait, this will never wait. Work. Touch to tap is to like touch to click. Yeah, because, yeah. And here's why. I'll tell you why right now. <laughs> Parenthood. Instead of clicking, I had to be quiet in bed with a laptop, and so I started doing it then. Just the touch to tap, touch to like you know, and that changed my life. I had Good to do Lord. it, and it like I became that person. That's a, somebody's I'm a, a light clicker. sleeper. Yes, yeah. Light okay, sleeper. so anyway, they have jelly these, bellies. These, go, yeah. go, John. Uh, they are jelly beans that have bizarre and or disgusting flavors. Um, so, like, there is uh, grass, there's dirt. Those are the mild ones. And then there's Snot. Like, earwax. Yeah, booger, um, vomit. But- as a flavor. Oh my God. But what they do. So wait, you buy them and eat them on purpose? No. So yeah. what they do is they package them. <laughs> so they with, can't, I mean, I, as far as I know, it originated from Harry Potter, right? I believe so. They're the every flavor beans or something. Yeah. Birdie so, Bots, every flavor bean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what they do is they package the sick tasting ones with supposedly pleasant tasting ones. So instead of toothpaste, okay. the toothpaste one is this kind of speckly color that is also blueberry. Or whatever, you know, or mint berry or whatever, or whatever the hell. Blueberry. Right. So let's say it's blueberry and toothpaste. So okay. they're the exact same jelly bean. You don't know which one you're going to get. And so you shake the thing and one comes out and you're like, okay. And you figure out what flavor it is. You take a bite. And if it's disgusting, you like, and you're kind of, you have to chew it a couple of times to get the flavor because you're not sure at the front. <laughs> So yeah. the the front note of flavor, and then you're like, "Oh, I'm eating vomit flavor now candy." I'm yeah, vomit, and you're yeah. like, Shh, "This is vomit," and you spit it out immediately. And the way we played it last time was we had the gross and the not gross, like the, that package was one thing, but then we had like the the palate cleanser, um, like fruit flavored ones that we knew were good over on the side that we could eat and kind of get the vomit and snot and grass taste out. Wow. But it's like a, it's like Russian roulette with jelly bellies, right? Yeah. And flavors with yeah. And my and my ten year old loves for kids. Doing it's Russian it. roulette for kids. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> with jelly beans. <laughs> wow. And that brings us back to the deer hunter. Yep. Which Full we circle. talked about last week. Cir- the circle. It's the circle of life. Games, kids, <laughs> fun. <laughs> That's the case, baby. Lex, I, you <laughs> should do it with your girls. I bet they would love it. I would um, think so. Uh, there's no chance that Anya would do this. That's the thing, though, is that you, you, there's a weird kind of peer pressure with it. Because <laughs> oh, Marlo, Marlo she, sat on the they side. They have to learn. They have to learn about peer pressure. Sometimes right. Marlo sat on the side, 
And she was like, I am not playing this game. And I said, that's okay. You don't have to. So me and Lita were going and like the anticipation and how Lita, Lita was so funny with this whole thing. Like she ran the show. I was just playing. I was a player. She was a dungeon master. And, um, so the anticipation, like Lita would like cringe and wait for me. It was so awesome. And Marla was like, okay, that's it. I'll try one. And so she got all the bad ones. It was terrible. I'm like here. And I kept feeding her like other jelly beans to like make it better. She did not. It was, it was not good for her, for her first experience. Yeah. And it was not good. And we may eating have ruined boogers. her for jelly her beans forever. first experience eating boogers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think she's a, she's not a, no. Marla does not eat normal boogers in real life. Thank God. <laughs> you should try it, Lex. I would love to hear how it would go with your, your uh, have your have any of your kids read the your your daughter must have read Harry Potter. Uh, Anya's reading the has read the first two so far. Yeah, so I forget um, where they appear. I think they appear pretty quickly, but I, I don't. Remember. I think first one or two, right? Like the I would think so. Second one, I think. Yeah. So th th are these the nasty jelly beans? Is that what we're talking about, or is it the bem the bean boozled? Bean, well, bean Boozle is one. Bean they have their own brand, but they also co-brand. They did like a oh, I co see Harry thing. Potter. Oh yeah, it's Bots. definitely in the first two because I remember in the movie, um, it's it's uh, it's old Dumbledore, not new Dumbledore. New and improved Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore two point <laughs> Yeah, Birdie's box. Right. Still, oh. still, still living Dumbledore. I'll see if my. Uh... This Lauren would have to be sure. Well, they they are kosher, so we've got that going for us. I, who knew? I didn't know if vomit flavoring was kosher, yeah, but it is. It is. So there you go. Oh my God! Harry Potter uh, birdie boss flavors include banana, black pepper, blueberry booger, candy floss, cherry, cinnamon, dirt, earthworm, earwax, grass, green apple, marshmallow, rotten egg, sausage, lemon soap, tutti frutti, vomit, and watermelon. The, the rotten egg is horrible. But here's oh, the good news: yeah. it's peanut free. Yeah, there you go. And kosher. You're set. Just like mom used to make. I used to eat my mother's vomit. <laughs> <laughs>